We talked about the ghost of failure, and that one is a doozy. But there's another one, and she's a beast. Find out if she haunts you, too. I know how hard it can be to live in a home that doesn't feel right. It's not your fault. You were never taught how to create a home that makes you feel alive. The key is inside you. We just need to unlock it. And this podcast is where you begin. I'm Tasha Cleveland. Welcome to the Listening Closely podcast. The ghost of comparison is ferocious. She lurks in every corner. Every visit to another house and every time someone visits yours, you can hear her voice whispering over your shoulder. Janae is coming over and her playroom is always clean. The Morrisons have spotless counters. You can see their backsplash. I have got to put all this away. I don't care where it goes. I will never hear the end of it if the neighbor walks in and sees this. They already get on my case about the bikes and pads on the porch. What will they think of me if they open the laundry room? Karina minimalized her house, but when I get rid of stuff, it always comes back. I fail at everything I try. We just need a new house. I'm a working mom. There's already so much judgment about my parenting. The kids' rooms have to be perfect. No one can ever know that I don't have it all together. That voice. It's mean, and it cuts to the quick. She knows just how to find your fear, but we all hear her. Did you know that? All of us hear that little voice of perfection in our ear. The one that keeps telling us compared to everybody else, we just aren't cutting it. And when you peel back the layers, she says the same thing in a million different ways. You are not enough. And because you aren't, you will never be loved. We all hear her, and she is a liar. The hard part is when you become a mom, it's not just about your job or your appearance or if you have an approved partner. You now have multiplied your representation. You have an extension walking around gathering more judgment for you. Times that by the number of kids you've got And the math adds up to a truckload of mama guilt. And to be honest, I don't think it happens to the dads. If a kid shows up with messy hair and dirty clothes to school or grandma's house, who do we immediately judge? Mom. It's always mom. Because if it was just dad at home, we feel sorry for him. Yeah, of course you don't have it all together. Poor guy. You are trying to do it all, and you're a hero. Well, shoot. I don't disagree with that statement one bit. Do you? Hold on. Let me say it again, except 
This time, I'm talking to you. You are trying to do it all. And you're a hero. Does that feel a little different? Why don't moms get that same empathy and understanding? Why are we supposed to be robots that are perfect in every way? We aren't. Stepford Wives was a warning, not an example. I refuse to be a robot, and I won't let you slip away either. You are not mechanical parts. You are a living, breathing woman. A woman whose needs never changed. She just forgot to listen to them. A woman who keeps getting up when she falls and gives it everything she's got. Because it's not just about her anymore. Now let's see if the ghost of comparison haunts you in your home. Close your eyes and let's take a tour. When you walk in the front door, what do you usually see there? Maybe shoes, jackets, bags, boxes? What greets you when you come home? Does it upset you? What are the words you say to yourself about it? Tell me about the family room. What do you see? Maybe blankets and pillows that were used and left, disheveled, wherever. Remotes, controllers, cables, chargers, wrappers, cups, more shoes. What stops you here when you consider sitting for a moment to rest? How does it feel? What are the words you say to yourself about it? Now the kitchen. What do we see here? Are the counters spotless and everything put away? Do you feel like you could pour a great cup of coffee and blissfully enjoy it standing right there? Or would you be reminded of all that still needs to be done here? What are the words you say to yourself in the kitchen? How about the kids' bathroom? Can someone just pop by for a second and use it? You totally cool with that without doing a once-over? There's no toothpaste smears or dirty hand towels. The hand soap is always full and the toilet is flushed. Plenty of toilet paper on the roll. The bath towels are hung up in a glorious, fresh, fluffy row. The earth-friendly shower soaps and toys are exactly where they're supposed to be, all neat and tidy. It actually sounds like angels when you open the door. Ah! What? No? Hmm. How does that feel? What are the words you say in here? I bet your friend's kid's bath is perfect, isn't it? Uh-uh. It isn't. What about the kids' bedrooms? Is the bed made with a lovely coordinated decor bedspread. What's on the floor? Toys, shoes, clothes of unknown cleanliness status, trash and recycle in the bin, or strewn everywhere. Wait, what? The bath towel is where? Stop. How does this room feel? What do you say to yourself in here? 
Who do you compare yourself to as you pick up and sort through the kid clutter? Or do you yell at your kid to do it? That feels great. Now your room. Tell me about this space. Is it the one sanctuary you've got? A space you can come to and hide in? Do you have a special chair or a spot that begs you to sit down here and take a moment for yourself, just staring out the window, thinking about nothing but the trees for a second? Is it free of all traces of child accoutrement like a real grown-up place? Free of bills and paperwork, no full laundry baskets waiting to be folded and put away. Is this the one place you can breathe in? Did you splurge on crisp cotton sheets that make you so happy you want to cry when you crawl into bed and when you greet the day? Do you have the bed pillows just the way you like them? Do they tell you, yeah, I know it's only 2 p.m., but you could use a nap. Come on over and sink in. If not, how does your room feel? How do you want to feel in it? Okay, I'm on my way over right now. You've got four minutes before I arrive. What emotion waves over you? Joy or utter fear? What do you do first? Put on the teapot and set the table? Or frantically pick up as fast as humanly possible and shove everything out of sight? It's okay. You are not alone. And right now is when you get to decide if you will allow that ghost of comparison to keep haunting you. Because no one has it all figured out. No one is doing it all alone. They've got a trade-off, and you just can't see it. So take a deep breath and begin to focus on what matters to you in your soul, in your home. And let go of what doesn't, because the only one who can set you free is you. My journal reflection. My hard moment. If kids can hear this, please pause until they can't, because I am not going to be the person, and I will try to be vague just in case. It's December. And in our house, we celebrate Christmas. I don't know, as a parent, the day your child demands the answer from you and you can't redirect is ever a good day. Well, this is the first year after that, and it's not going down easy. There is a certain shattering that happens when you work so hard to give your kids something you believed mattered, to keep magic, joy, and wonder alive, not only for them, but for yourself. It's a hard tumble down. I got a text message from my son when I was doing errands. He said he wished I had never done any of it. I tried to go to the store, but the tears wouldn't stop. So I crawled back into the back seat of my car instead and lay there, sobbing. Why is it so hard when you give so much to be told they wish you hadn't? 
When you scrape things together for years and do your best, exhausted, broke, and like a zombie, trying to just get some coffee on Christmas morning, because instead of dreaming of sugar plums, you never actually went to bed that night. All that wasn't wanted. Ugh, kids are hard. They know just what to say to get you right in your core. Some days, they just about break you. But if I have learned anything after 17 years of parenting, it's that moms are resilient as heck. We keep on going, no matter how hard it is or how bad it hurts. And that may just be our superpower. The song for today is Everywhere Ghosts Hide by Erin McCarley and Unsecret. Because what would a ghost podcast be without an appropriate song? This one isn't as bouncy. It actually makes me want to roll around and kind of rub my face on things like a cat. Find this and all the songs I mention in this podcast on my Spotify Listening Closely playlist. Get the link at awakenyourinterior.com slash resources. It's also where you can download your own printable journal. Go get it. Today's song has a slow, mysterious build. Notice how your body responds to it. Notice which parts of your body are called by it. Those are the parts that you will let lead you today. Starting in a seated position, you will work your way as slowly as possible to your back, but I want you to take as many detours as you can, letting whatever part of you is feeling the pull go first, and the rest of you follows. It's almost like if someone were to pick up a piece of fabric on the floor and you're picking it up and you're pulling in that one spot and the rest of it gets sucked along. That's what your body's going to do. One part of you is going to lead. The rest is just going to follow along. I will tell you what my body is doing. But remember, this time you are letting your body lead you. The only goals go slow and let your body lead you into different positions. And when I say slow, I mean dripping honey slow. If you think you're going slow enough, cut it down by half the speed. Find the pleasure in the journey today. And we will press play on the count of three. One, two, three. Breathing. Just listening to her voice telling you to be pulled. What wants to lead first? Don't go anywhere until part of you says it's time. I haven't even moved yet. Oh, there we go. Mm, my chest. What part of your body is calling? My chest is pulling me forward. 
My head is dropping. My hands are getting lost in my hair. Now my head is pulling me, it's still going forward. My foot is going underneath my body. And now my head is reaching the floor. Both knees on the ground. And now my bum is just swirling in the air, my head on the ground. Now my shoulders are swirling too. Now my bum is leading me, it's pulling me back. My hands are dragging across the floor. So slowly, I've barely gone three inches. <sighs> now my head is leading again, swirling around in a circle now that I'm sitting on the backs of my legs. <sighs> Still haven't even completed one circle with my head yet. That's how slow. Oh, now my shoulders are pulling me up, up, up. Mm. On my knees now. Just breathing. Mm. Playing with my shirt now. Sitting back down on my feet as her voice fades out, taking one last breath. Gosh, I never actually made it to my back. Where did you end up? I really just made it onto my head and hands and knees and then pulled myself back onto my feet. But that's the magic of letting your body lead you. I might have gotten there if the song was two or three times as long. Because when you're going slowly and listening to your body, it takes you in a whole different direction than what your brain wanted you to do. Okay, the soul work for today. Write down how you currently feel in each space in your home. Write down what you say to yourself in each of those spaces. Are there certain things that trigger those emotions for you? Certain objects that you see, certain things that really frustrate you. Just write them down. Then I want you to write how you want to feel in each of these spaces. What's the emotion you want to feel when you're there? Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I know how hard it is when it seems like there isn't any to spare. But you showed up today. You put yourself on the list, and I celebrate you. As you move through your day, 
keep your soul work assignment in mind. And before starting bedtime routine, while the kids are brushing their teeth, grab your journal and fill in the prompts. Keep going. You can do this. Know another mom who needs to put themselves on the list too? Please share the love because we are stronger together. Until tomorrow, lots of love, Tasha.